Welcome to our podcast, Chill Out Mama. We're your co-hosts. I'm Sabria. And I'm Crystal. Motherhood is a beautiful struggle. Do you focus on the struggle more than the beauty? We are two friends navigating the pressures of today's moms. In this space, we share transparently about worries, stress, and anxiety that we face in motherhood. This beautiful struggle isn't meant to be tackled alone. Come along with us on this journey and let's chill out together. Hey, 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 welcome back to Chill Out Mama. We're back for season two. Did y'all miss us? We missed you. Um, We've got some exciting things in store, but we're going to get started with this episode. We're going to be talking about what's going on with us. It's been a while since y'all talked to us, so we just wanted to let you know how we're doing during this time. How are you, Crystal? I'm excited to be back. I can't believe it's been like four months. I can't believe it's so long since we've, um, you know, recorded a show and I'm really glad to be back. Um, It's been an interesting summer and uh, the beginning of fall. So let's get right into it. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I am good. I'm good overall. I think um, it's been a bit of an emotional roller coaster. I think I guess I can call it a roller coaster or a ride. Um, mm-hmm. since May, because I think that was the last time. That was the end of our first season. So um, the summer was a lot, especially in Atlanta. Yeah. How about in North Carolina? Yeah, it was a lot here too. Okay. Yeah, the, um, we, at the end of what, May going into April... I mean, at the end of April, May, June, all of that, there was just a lot of racial tension, civil unrest, um, protests here in Atlanta, basically daily and big ones like every weekend, um, you know, Black Lives Matter protests. And I had never experienced any anything like that. And on the positive side, because um, my family did, we did participate in one family friendly um, protest there were so many different kinds of people out there. Um, so many people first, and then so many different kinds of people, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, kids, um, gener- different generations. And I was really encouraged to see so many people come together um, and so many people willing to say Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. We didn't participate in any protest here. Um, the one that we knew about was on Father's Day. And so we normally mm-hmm. let Z choose what he wants to do. And that's not something he wanted to do that day, um, which mm-hmm. is understandable. But it's it was huge to see that going on right now in the world with everything else that's happening. But we mm-hmm. did have to have hard conversations with our children who were three and six at the time about what was going on um, mm-hmm. to a level where they could understand hmm Yeah. I, yeah. We, I, I wasn't necessarily planning on participating in one. Um, but then after we talked to the girls about it, you know, they're nine. So they're definitely old enough to somewhat understand. And they were seeing things on TV or, you know, hearing things. So we needed to acknowledge it. Um, so Kendall really wanted to participate in one and they made signs 
Um, and we explain that we just, you know, we want to be treated equally and explain that um, some things in this country aren't necessarily fair to people that look like us and other groups of people as well. So that was the point of protection. So I think it was memorable for them. They still have the signs. Um, and it was great. They saw some of their friends out there. Um, so I wasn't planning to do it, but I'm glad I did. Yeah. Good. Sounds like a great experience. It was, I, I didn't like, but you know, it's, it's twofold. I don't like, I didn't like the fact that that was still something that needed to be done. I didn't like that. Like, when is, when, when are these kind of things going to stop happening or when is it going to be normal that everyone is treated the same or everyone has the same level of justice in this country? When will we not have to explain things to our children about how they may or may not be treated fairly, you know, in this world or by people that don't look like them? I would love to just be able to just live mm -hmm. and not have to have these conversations or protest. Yeah. Yeah. It will be one less thing to worry about, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was just, um, I, I can remember a lot of people were like, well, what is, what's so different about this situation? Because, you know, we saw a lot of white people um, getting involved. And although, like I said, it was encouraging to see. And on the other side, I heard a lot of people, and I thought it myself, like, why now? Why is this important to you now? Because this has been going on. This wasn't a shock to us. So it doesn't mean, you know, we don't want them to participate, but it, it was a little bit like, what was so different this time um, that now you want to get involved and you want to lend your voice to this? Um, and it was just that I think it was timing. You know, mm -hmm. we were all, you know, in our homes and we couldn't look at anything else. And that video was just, how could you deny that that was wrong? And it was evil. Yeah. Did you watch the video? I did not. I did not need to see it because I feel like it was another one, another incident that happened that was too much and it's triggering for me. So mm -hmm. I just, if that's my boundary, I don't watch it when mm -hmm. things like that happen. Yeah. I waited for a while to watch it and then I did. And yeah, it's, it definitely stuck with me and yeah, I could see why this was different than other videos because it was really really difficult to make to excuse the officer's behavior yeah and but that's another that's kind of another thing that's like well why is it so easy in these other situations to excuse the behavior but i don't want to get stuck on this particular aspect of 2020 because i think we're probably going to do a whole other show on yeah. how all of that affected us okay sounds good is there anything else you wanted to add about that particular aspect of the summer, though? Um, I just think the hard part, just going through it, but then being able, having to go through it while you're isolated from your people. Yes. yes. That was hard. So, but we made it through. Definitely. Yeah. And that, that takes me kind of to, um, so I've got, I found a new therapist um, because there's just a lot, like I've talked about previously, being a therapist, going through the pandemic, like going through the same thing as a client, that is such a weird experience <laughs> that a lot of therapists are experiencing right now. I don't know that yeah. there's ever been a time, you know, well, nationally where 
we've been going through the exact same thing at the same time, meaning coronavirus. Right. Uh, it may not be affecting us in the same way, but we're all going through the same thing. So I was like, I need my own therapist to be able to deal with some of these feelings that I'm having. And one thing that I struggled with was wanting to isolate. Because mm-hmm. everything just, I was dealing with so many emotions, other people's emotions, my own, um, some of the things we just talked about, um, and not feeling like I really had a play, a safe place to let them out or I couldn't be around my people and yeah. be able to, you know, be together and feel what we were feeling together. So it felt isolating. And I also wanted to like protect myself, kind of putting myself in a bubble, mm-hmm. but I also feel like that wasn't necessarily the healthiest way for me to deal with it. So I found a therapist and she, I mean, it was, it was really good. Cause she was like, well, if that's what you need right now, that's okay. It doesn't have to be a should. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to tell you, don't be shooting on yourself. <laughs> I know. That sounds kind of familiar there. Cause I, that's exactly what I was doing. I should be calling, you know, these friends or I should be trying to reach out to other people. I shouldn't just kind of block people out because I don't necessarily feel safe right now talking to them. And she was like, give that to yourself. You're a human being and you don't always have to think about what everybody else wants of from you or what you can do for someone else if you don't necessarily feel like being social or you don't feel like talking. And I'm going to be real, don't feel like talking to your white friend right now, then that's okay. Because it could possibly save your relationship. That's true. I was like, oh, that's good. This is why you go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's one thing I did. I did over the summer. I got back into therapy and it was really, really helpful in dealing with all the stuff that we're probably going to talk about during this show. But having a safe space to just breathe and let out what I'm feeling just as a human being was really, really helpful. Good. So I didn't go to therapy, but I did. I was intentional about my boundaries. And so <laughs> I protected my peace and I reclaimed my own time. And, and I was that. Um, crafting, Ooh. watching TV, because I hadn't watched TV. And I kept saying, well, I don't watch TV. And I was like, well, I'm going to watch TV. So I watched <laughs> TV, mindless shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be proud of me. I have done no anxiety cleaning lately. Good. So I've just been centering myself. So when the parks opened here this summer, which was huge because we were in the in North Carolina, the governor shut it down and he closed mm. the park. So when the parks opened, we park hopped. And then after that, we were getting vitamin D as much as we could outside. So yeah, that's nice. what I, yeah. And then the people that called me that, drain my energy and deplete my energy stores as well at the same time I <laughs> limited those interactions so yeah and, and it sounds like yeah it sounds like very similar you know protecting your peace or just it was okay for us to just be about our house and making sure we're all good yeah and taking care of yeah. our you know our little bubble because mm-hmm. Oh, there were so many things. I guess it almost felt like so many things threatening our peace or threatening, 
I don't, I don't even really know how to describe it, but I just felt like I want us to be okay. I don't know what's happening out in the world right now mm-hmm. with the virus, with the riot, with, <laughs> with uh, police brutality, with all this other stuff. But I know that I can create peace in my home mm-hmm. and keep that. Yeah. And this will be a safe place for the four of us. Yeah, because initially it did feel like our livelihoods were at stake because we saw like the economic impact that coronavirus was having on the country and in the world um, and people getting sick and then the racial tension. So all of that impacted us. It feels like on a greater degree. So that's true. Yeah, that's probably what I yeah, what I mean when it felt threatening, like there's just there was just one thing after another that just felt like something I felt like, yeah, something threatening to take away my peace or take away what's valuable to me. Right. Um, yeah. So um, your governor did shut down everything. What was, what did that look like for y'all in Charlotte? Um, initially, I believe there's been so much. So let me try to remember. I believe <laughs> that there were limits on stores. So you could only go in a certain amount of people. So mm-hmm. I remember when we talked about it before, Z was the only one going out. And so he loosened right. restrictions a little bit. And so then we were going out with the boys um, so that they would be comfortable being in masks. Um, so restaurants and bars were closed. They are now open because we're now on the next phase. But that mm-hmm. was just recently within the last month or so, I believe, that he moved okay. to phase three. But we're stuck at phase three because the numbers are starting to increase again. okay how does it like how are people what are the what I guess what is the culture in North Carolina or just where you are around coronavirus like are people wearing masks or is it kind of like it's a hoax what is your feel for what it's like there my personal opinion is that it depends on where you are politically some people believe that it's a hoax Mm. and some people don't and so when you go out and there's a mandate to wear a mask in the store there are people that don't wear masks in stores and then there are most most of the people do wear masks but then you see some people that wear the mask under the nose which makes no sense (laughs) don't do that (laughs) you're breathing in i just don't understand don't do that Cause that's it. Take it off. If you right. Either wear it all the way or don't wear it at all. <laughs> it would be like coming in the store with one leg in your pants and one leg out. <laughs> Not trying to make light of it, but make a choice. But, it, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, yeah. Just pick one because you're breathing it in right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It just look and it looks and it looks silly. It that does. that part. It does. It just looks silly. So it, do y'all have an actual mask mandate in, yes, in your there state? Is mandate. There is a mandate without consequence, though. It's strongly encouraged to wear the mask. And most stores have it. Like when you go to Target, you see the big sign up there, mask mandate, mm-hmm. wear your mask. Um, and most of the employees wear their mask like they should. There's some under the nose. But then there are people mm-hmm. that come in and there's a police officer that stands outside. Normally when we're there, we see a police officer. And people come in, mm-hmm. but no one stops them from not wearing their mask or for being maskless so I don't know if there's any enforcement on that but doesn't look like it yeah but I think the mandate just it it kind of just it um expresses that this particular state believes that this is what's necessary yeah 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 there are no mandates in Georgia no and I don't think there ever have been have there Mm, oh mask 
And yeah. in, um, in individual cities, but then the governor told them they couldn't do that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, yes, there were, like Atlanta, um, the mayor, Keisha Lance, Lance Bottoms, she had had a mandate downtown. Um, and a couple of different states, I think Decatur had one. But, yeah, so he told them they could not do that. I'm not sure what happened because I think the mayor sued him. It was just a mess. It was they were not get they were not getting along on how to handle things. Um, but there are still some cities now that it will say when you you know you see the little sign that might say Decatur says we require masks here, mm-hmm. um, and most of the stores do have them say they're required. It's not a mandate though. Um, but I will say you know where we are, most people do wear masks. I think most individuals are taking it seriously. I think as you get out maybe into the more rural areas, mm-hmm. um, there are less mass. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And so it, it may be, it has been politicized in such a way that now people think mass are Democrat or, you know, right. are sheep. And then if you're, you know, if you're a Republican, you don't believe in any of that stuff. So, and that is really sad because it's not a political issue. It's a health issue. It is. In my opinion. Yeah. So I think it's really sad that, Pretty much anything right now can be politicized and people fall for it. Yeah, because of this huge election and that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. In uh, two days. Yeah. Are you ready for that to be over? Girl, if I I want them to stop texting me, that's what I want. Would you please stop the the emails, the mail? I, I wish that I had thought to save all the mail that came in so I could take a picture of it. It would probably amount to like a whole trash bag full. It's so much. I know. And they're huge. Like the ones here, like it's like a poster board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't vote for this person. Like you spend a lot of money on this <laughs> And I get like three poster boards a week. <laughs> <laughs> and then you text me and then you email me and you call me and some of them like I guess they got our phone numbers mixed up so they'll be like hey Kevin I'm like and I'll type back I am not Kevin <laughs> <laughs> well, I get the text from both sides I guess they're conf- I mean because I'm not registered Republican or Democrat mm-hmm. so I get them from both sides and both of them uh, many times sound absolutely ridiculous yeah so I'm like this this really would not sway me either way because no. <laughs> you both sound crazy to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Because it's like both sides believe whoever wins on Tuesday or Wednesday or the week after, whenever we find out, like the world is <laughs> right. The world is going to come to an end. Like they're going to yeah. burn the whole thing down. And I was just thinking the fear mongering does not work. No. Like just vote for what you believe and keep it moving. Look at the, and the look yeah. at the what the candidates stand for and vote that way and then just be done. And the insults don't work either. No, it's childish. So, so this is something that I have had an issue with. Kevin and I were talking about this. So if someone identifies themselves, which I think is also odd, as a black Republican. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why you have to identify yourself as a black Republican, but many of them do. And then they have to talk down to the rest of the black community yeah, in order to try to sway them to also become, I guess, a black Republican or turn on the Democratic Party or vice versa. The Dem- Democrats of color or Democrats in general saying, you know, calling black Republicans something like, is that really supposed to help bring people together? 
or to help them see a different perspective. Right. It, you know, it's, yeah, all of it has been very annoying and I'm very, I'm ready for it to be over. Well, let's pray that we can leave it all in 2020 because it seems like Mm -hmm. everything that's happened has caused division. Like there's coronavirus that's Mm -hmm. isolated us to our homes and then there was the racial injustice and then there's the elections and yeah. Even school. Oh, even school. Yeah. So you made a big decision for the new new school year. Go ahead. Simon made the decision. He um, was actually diagnosed with anxiety officially in May. Yes, at the end of May. And he was extremely anxious. And so there was one day where he had started to feel better and he, we were talking about school and I asked him, did you want to go to school and do it like you did it when we ended school with virtual and doing the apps online and joining in for classes with your teacher on the phone or the computer? And he said, no, you're going to be my teacher. Oh. So, yeah. And so I talked to Z about that and we made the decision to withdraw him from school formally and do homeschooling. So that's what we're doing. And how is it going? I actually enjoy it. I've always wanted to homeschool for a bit. Um, and this was the perfect opportunity for me to do that. I felt like if I could just have my hands on him for a little bit and mm-hmm. teach him, then that would help him in some ways that he wasn't able to get in a classroom full of 30 other children. Um, right. And Andrew's school closed completely. And that was another thing that helped us make this decision. So the money we would have spent to register him for school, we spent in buying curriculum. Um, So it was like- Well, wait a minute, like the the school shut down? Are you saying they didn't- They closed. And the email, it said, we are closed for the unforeseeable future. Wow. Yeah. Which is sad. It was sad for me because, you know, that last little pre-K year is so much fun for them. And no. learning how to do school and all the crafts and the games and the um, the school performances. And I mourned that for a little bit. I was really sad for him. But then I was like, he's home. Well, let's be craftastic and find some <laughs> ways to do those things. So, yeah, yeah. And no, Andrew is the little social butterfly. So not yeah. being able to go and see his friends and mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. He has a FaceTime, a daily FaceTime schedule where he calls um, mm-hmm. three to four people every single day. And when they don't answer, he will say, I called you and you didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you about yourself. Yes. You didn't. <laughs> yes. And, and now when we go out, he waves and says hello to everyone. And people appreciate that. A lady yesterday said to him, mm-hmm. it's so nice that he does this because now we don't even really look at each other when we're out. We just mm-hmm. kind of get what we need and go home. So it's nice that a little person is bringing joy to others. So mm-hmm. that's Andrew. Of course, that would, of course, that would be Andrew. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was that was weird when, when going out with a mask. Cause I am someone that if I make eye contact with someone, I smile, you know, mm-hmm. a lot when I'm out. And I'd be like, why won't they smile back? And it, it took me a minute. Like they don't know you're smiling. <laughs> right. But you can look at someone's eyes and tell that they're smiling. Well now, but you, I, I don't know if you notice, but I do like, I try to smile, I guess, harder or more, more of a smise now when I smile. <laughs> Tyra taught years ago. Yes. I smile. 
So I try to do that more. And then I'll notice if they're smizing, but you know, they're smizing at me. So I think more people are trying to connect with each other like that instead of just walking around masked up and acting like we don't see each other. So I am, I'm personally noticing more, I guess, being people being more intentional about like, I see you and hey, see my eyes squinting? That means I'm smiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The nice, nice thing about being here though, too, people speak more or they, at least they speak because when I'm with the boys, they'll say, hi boys or hi guys. And the boy, well, mm. Andrew will speak back and Simon will run and hide. But mm-hmm. it's nice that people mm-hmm. are still speaking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially when school was getting ready to start back. Um, a lot of people would, you know, ask, are you ready for school or are you going to be at home or at school? Um, so we chose to stay home. Uh, yeah, we this we had we had a few weeks to make the decision. The school initially was going to our charter school was initially going to offer both in person and online, and then the number started going up. Let's see, I think late July, early August. And so each county slowly started making the decision to just go all online Um, because it was really all over the place. Each county here, some of them were going all in person. There was no really online option. Some of them were doing, the city was just doing online. So all of them ended up doing like the first part of the semester um, online. But I think it was Gwinnett. After two weeks, they were already having kids come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, each county here handles handles it on their own. But our personal, our charter school was the first nine weeks were all online. And then you had the option of coming back. And so we initially decided to stay home. And then for the second part of the semester, we're going to stay home. I just feel like I don't know what's going to happen in the fall and we've kind of gotten into the swing of things now. So I'm good with staying at home until, and I just pray that things are better in January. Yeah. How are the girls staying home? When we, when we first started, they were a little disappointed just because like we have a routine for what we do at the beginning of the year. They always get a new backpack and go shopping for school supplies, all that stuff. And that just, that didn't happen. So it, I think it took a minute for it, it to hit them that you're not going and they were going to be in a different building too uh, so they were looking forward to that but initially they said they liked it because they liked not having to get up as early um, they like morgan loved being able to wear what she ever she wanted to wear because they used to wear uniforms and they did get to see some of their friends you know like on the screen but they were able to keep in touch with them on like facebook messenger for kids and stuff like that so and um kendall says she liked that her day wasn't as long it's getting now though, they're both feeling like they do want to go back. Like they wanted to go back during the second part. And I said, we're just going to wait it out, you know, until January. And then I'm hoping that everything will be good by then. So, mm-hmm. but we did, um, they justice had a sale. So I was like, y'all could pick out a new backpack and that helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I said, well, you know, we're in a routine here. And we're just going to keep going with this. And then we're going to look forward to the new year and pray that things are looking better. And then that's when you'll be able to go back. Surprisingly, though, initially, the school was 60-40. 60% of the parents were going to go in person. The second the second time around when people made a decision, it went down to 50-50. Wow. I was surprised by that. I thought it was actually going to go up. Mm-hmm. But 
like one of the moms that I'm friends with, she had initially decided to send her kids and she said, you know what? We're good. Like, I don't really see the point in sending them now. We have maybe like six full weeks left. And then she said, I just feel like what if something happens and then we're back here anyway, when I could just stay and we can start fresh in January. I said, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Again, protecting my peace. I think that right. was what right. it was like, why, if I don't have to, why? and if they're doing fine here, like I, I talked to their teachers and they were like, they, they've addressed, adjusted very well to doing things online and all that. She said, some kids are really, really struggling and they really need to be in the, in the classroom, yeah. but your girls are good. So I'm like, I don't want to shake anything up if I really don't have to. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we're good overall. It's a lot. It's girl. It's a lot doing everything in the house, though. Yes, it is. <laughs> that it is. Ooh, it's a lot. Yeah, but that has gotten me out of the house. It has got me exercising and walking a lot more mm-hmm. outside. I have my daily walk. I, you know, for stress management, but also just to get out and have a long time. So I have found ways to deal with it. How are you dealing with like? I don't even know if it's cabin fever, but just the monotony of, you know, basically we do everything at home, most yeah, things at home. We try to do a couple things outside the house. Like the boys love to go bike riding. Well, that was before the temperatures dropped here because we yeah. have the seasons again. So we were used to hot and hotter, but it's, it's changed. <laughs> <laughs> so we were I mean that helped and then Simon is back in therapies I didn't mention that in May I called because the anxiety was so bad and we did not want to do anxiety meds because he was still six at the time um we called for him to start his therapy again so the therapy comes the therapists come to the house um he does therapy four days a week and that helps with the monotony for him and for me I get a little bit of a breather during that time um sometimes Andrew will make his FaceTime calls during therapy and so I can kind of do some things but Z and I have a schedule and it's silly but it works so I sleep in on the weekends and he takes the boys and then he has an afternoon nap every Saturday every Sunday (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) and it's magical just to have a little bit of extra sleep so oh, oh yes always yes so that's what I Definitely. do and then my I do my weekly bible studies and that helps and so I take mm-hmm. a break when I need a break so I, I'll say I'm going to target target is mm-hmm. back on the table which I'm grateful for <laughs> for now mm-hmm. um if the numbers get any worse then that'll be off the table again so so it's it's looking our numbers going back up in your state they are going up, but they changed before they were in black and brown people um, mm-hmm. in the urban areas and suburban areas. Now, the governor said the other day that it's in rural areas and highest amongst white people. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't even know what it is here. They're not really reporting it much. Well, this governor has been pretty transparent and pretty involved in making decisions like for the school board, because initially with our school systems, they all went back to school. They were allowed to go back like one day a week and you did the based on your last name. So Mm -hmm. and that's increased a little bit, but he's been really involved in decisions. And then this the local school board had to make a decision based on the governor's 
um, levels that he gave out. Okay. Yeah, that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We know what's going on with Kim. He's doing his own thing <laughs> over there. <laughs> different than what's happening here. <laughs> We didn't do it. Look, we stayed shut down, I think, for four weeks. <laughs> wow. But well, everything was still it, open, though, wasn't it? Gyms were still no, open. No, no, they, they shut it down oh, okay. in, like, in the end of March when the schools got shut down, I think maybe a week or two after that, if I if my memory serves me correctly, and sometimes it doesn't. But I think we were shut down for April. Okay. And then... I'm pretty sure because it was almost it was getting ready to be Mother's Day. Yeah. And then he was like, they could open up the tattoo parlors, the bowling alleys, the hair salons, all that kind of stuff. Um, So, yeah, they started opening back up after about a four week lockdown. And it's been just opening up more and more. You wouldn't even know there was any coronavirus here for the most part. But wait a minute. Who was sitting at home saying, I think I'm going to get a tattoo when the world opens up again? (laughs) somebody somebody he knew I'm assuming but he said what he said was it was more about the tattoo artist not the person wanting the tattoo oh okay it was more about the people that do those type of jobs that need to make money oh okay so the hairstylist the bowling alley owners I guess um yeah so he wanted people to have you know a way to make a living also at that time, I think like the unemployment was like at a very, it was at a high mm-hmm. and there was a lot of problems with the unemployment system and paying out a lot and all that. So people needed to go back to work so that that was no longer a problem. Yeah. So yeah, it's just been, yeah, for the most part here, um, you I was I'm I'm proud of some of the individual businesses though. I would say that they are they do take it. They didn't some of them didn't really need the mandate from him or from their mayor to tell them like care about the people that come in your store or care about the people that are coming in your restaurant. So there are, and we know those particular places that are taking it seriously and that's who will get our business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the a big thing that happened, though, is that they might actually have standardized testing this year. Oh, how? Mm. At home? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's, well, that's from, that's from D.C. That's from Betsy DeVos. Oh. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. DeVos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that don't expect to get another waiver. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all righty then so yeah school school has been it has been interesting I think it's been good for Morgan because we were struggling last year a bit with you know figuring out some learning issues and anxiety with her as well so of course being at home doing certain things there's less anxiety yeah. and then you know, I can help her with certain things and we're looking at some specialized tutoring to help her with certain skills. Mm-hmm. But I also, it was also, also kind of cool with the online thing. It's like, I think it's helping ma- mature them because they are responsible for quite a bit. Like they have to check their email or they can um, communicate with their teacher directly 
you know, about about a um, homework or a question they have. So I've liked how I think it has helped them hone some skills or gain some skills that you might not even get to high school or college yeah. or you kind of monitoring, monitoring your own schoolwork. Yeah. So I that's do like huge. that. Yeah. That is invaluable because that's not only a school skill, that's a life skill. Like think about following yeah. up for job interviews or even filling out job applications. They're one step closer to that because they have learned some things in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have to, they have to check their email daily because she'll email, um, you know, it's connected to Google Classroom or if she puts a note in there, they need to check that or they have to turn it in. So it's not like being in school where you go hand the teacher the paper, they have to click turn it in or it'll pop up as missing. Um, And this is the first year that they're actually receiving actual grades. Mm -hmm. So that's been another bit of a curve. Like if you don't do this, you lose these points and that'll bring your grade down. Yeah. So they're learning that too. So it's like I said, there've been, there've been a lot of positives and I try my best to stay in a place of gratitude for all of it, even when it feels inconvenient yeah. or even when it feels negative. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's that's hard a, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. But you take it one day at a time still. That's where I am one day at a time. We plan and mm-hmm. we see what happens. But the, the beauty of homeschool for me is that it's one day at a time. Like if somebody's having a bad day, we can cut the lesson short and put it on Friday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, Let's see. So how are you overall since we last recorded an episode? (sighs) I'm supposed to put like do one word. (laughs) No, you can sum it up. (laughs) Okay. I feel, um, overall, I think I'm very grounded or I work on being grounded daily. So I have a gratitude journal that I keep. It has like a morning meditation and evening. So I try to surround myself just internally and in my mind in gratitude. Um, I've been really focused on my health because I saw myself going down a road of snacking and emotional eating and with boredom and things like that. And I was like, I can't allow myself to come out of 21 in a worse health state. And look, and I don't even get COVID. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've really been focusing on um, my health, like exercising, um, what I'm eating. I joined a, uh, a program that just helps you like listen to your body, find out about food sensitivities, things like that. And it's not just about losing weight. I like, I just want to be healthy and feel better in my body. So um, I feel healthier physically. And like I said, you know, got back in therapy. So I do feel more grounded mentally as well. Um, and I feel very connected to the people that I want to be and need to be connected to. Yeah. And it's okay that I don't feel as connected to other people right now. Yeah. You know what is just as powerful to me as no is being able to disconnect from people and being okay with that. Like you can forgive someone and not ever speak to them again. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that is okay. So, okay. Yes. (laughs) And that's what that whole session was about that I brought up earlier with feeling like I was supposed to be a certain way as um, just as a woman 
as a black woman, as a mom, as a friend, like I place these rules on myself. And I feel like a lot of what has happened this year was causing me to look back at myself. Is this who you really are? Is this who you really want to be? Are you considering yourself and what's good for you and your peace and your well-being? Because what I what I need matters, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so making myself a priority and then adjusting the relationships and the people around me to fit to fit that world. And I think that might be why I feel more grounded. Yeah. Because everything goes through the filter of how how do I feel in this relationship or how do I feel in this or is this healthy for me? Is this choice healthy for me? Mm-hmm. So I just feel more grounded and I am much more um, unapologetic about my nose and my boundaries. Good. I love that. <laughs> In every way. Yes. <laughs> so how you doing um, overall? I am feeling really good. I had a couple hiccups. I had some allergic reactions to things that didn't feel so good. And I've dealt with some anemia. Um, but I'm feeling really good right now. And so I was going to use the word for me is connected. Like, I feel like I'm connected in Mm -hmm. my relationships that are very important to me. I feel like I'm connected to God spiritually, Mm -hmm. connected with the boys, connected with Z. And so that feels Mm -hmm. good. My word for the year was bloom because I wanted Mm -hmm. to, part of that was connecting more with God. And then part of that was being who I am created to be truly fully unapologetically mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and without reservations and completely authentic and I feel like that's where I am something happened that 40 for me that kind of shifted my mindset and so that's mm-hmm. walk, I'm walking and I've decided that's gonna be my word for next year too unless God says something else because 2020 <laughs> <laughs> you're, gonna you're gonna continue with bloom yeah I am because I think okay. I'm still in the process of doing some things We've got some special projects we're working on so mm-hmm. I still like that idea but like you like setting boundaries being happy where I am being authentic um and being proud of who that is is been very important to me so that's why because yeah, if, if, yeah, if anything this year has taught us like we don't have time to be like pretending right like What's and what's the point in that? None. What's the point in? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a waste of energy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I love how you you just revisited your word. I was just thinking my you know mine was faith and action, and I definitely think I did that. Even even in a year like this where there wasn't much we could do, right? But you bloomed like in your life, your personal growth, in your personal relationships. Sometimes we could think bloom has to do with like maybe something external or doing something that a lot of people see, but you bloomed right where you are. Yeah. And you know, the faith and the action that I took was personal, Yep. you know, within my heart, within my relationships, within my household. And some things I'm the only one that I you know that knows about or somebody close to me, they're the only ones that really know the faith and action it took for me to do something. And maybe people that are close to you, they're the only ones that, that can see Look how she bloomed in that area. Yeah. And it it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be that everybody knows. It's just that we kept that promise to ourselves that we set at the beginning of what we did not know. Yeah. <laughs> we did not know what was about to happen. Faith. But mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I mean, I know the two, we had the conversation about those words and we had the conversation about starting, you know, this podcast and all that and had no idea what 2020 was going to be. Right. But I think we had to set that foundation and intention to bloom and to use faith and doing it anyway. Yes. The action to actually, you know, do what got what we got out of 2020. It was a very weird year, but I can't say that it was a bad year for me. Yeah. I honestly, I can't. It was a growing year and there were some, mm-hmm. some struggles, but, but you know, after every challenge, there comes growth and that's what life should be mm-hmm. about. You're supposed to grow in this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that wasn't even about like, it could always be worse, stuff like that. It was just, if I just sit down and look at my life, it was, it, it was just, there were just challenges and I'm proud of how we overcame the challenges or worked through the challenges or learned from the challenges. And we're here in November and we made it. Yep. We'll see what happens in the last two months of this year. You know, mm-hmm. something's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so I know something's about to happen. Something. Either one way or another, we're going to end up with somebody that gets voted into this office probably. And if they don't, that's going to be something that we don't even know who the president is maybe till the end of the year. Right. But that's something. But life and, will but continue. We're gonna, yeah. We're going to be okay. We are, we are be going okay. to be okay whether we know who the president is or not. My household is fine. Yeah. Yep. Come on with that word. I was about to go to the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> what? All things work together. So whoever no, no, is going to work for me, God is going to work it for our good. Yes. Yeah. So we don't need to work. That, is that the chill pill for the day? I think so. Is that our chill pill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. No matter the outcome, God will work it out for your good. Yes. So what's the point of worrying? Just trust. trust. You do your part. Do your part. Faith, action, and allow God to bloom you. Yes. Bloom where you're planted. Bloom where you are. Do your part. And it's going to be all good. Before you go, don't forget to like, share, and follow us at Chill Out Mama Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also email us at chilloutmamapod at gmail.com. We'll have brand new episodes every Tuesday, so we look forward to you joining us next time.